This is Advice for Life with Lynn. Today's issue, getting what you want out of a relationship, part two. What if the other person doesn't want, doesn't, can't connect or can't give you what you need and you're doing everything right? You're not projecting, you're not blaming, you're excited, or let's say you are in reaction, you own it and say, oh my gosh, I'm feeling uh, not good enough right now or I'm feeling whatever. Yes. And you do, you do everything right and still yes. you're not getting your needs met out of a relationship. You know, it's such a tricky question, Lynn. I have to say that uh, it's the question of when do you know a relationship is complete? I think. You have problems, she has answers. Getting down to the nitty gritty with people who know what they're talking about. This is Advice for Life with Lynn. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at AdviceForLifeWithLynn.com slash Audible. I love the word free. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from. You can get them from your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. This podcast is a continuation of the last podcast. That's how good it was. This is great information and wisdom from Rachel Levy. Background check. The background check on today's guest. Rachel Levy calls herself a love guru. So you are listening to the right podcast, my relationship-focused listeners. She is an Imago relationship therapist, which is a type of transformational therapy for couples or individuals who want better relationships. She does a lot of things, including help those with addictions and those who want to learn self-love. She has a private practice. She also uh, does her thing at Sacred Space Miami. But self-love, that's a whole other podcast. That, that would be great to talk to her about. But anyway, how to have the relationship you want, part two. If we don't go into the basement and heal and keep healing, that's why therapy, coaching, there's just, there's so much now. There's so much available for healing. I mean, it's just, there's a plethora. I mean, it's just endless, all the, all the work there is. Uh, um, emotional freedom technique, the tapping. There's all kinds of ways to work with our, sh- our shame and guilt and to bring understanding to ourselves so that we can figure ourselves out and we can work through what we don't understand, which baffles us. And if you don't think you have shame and guilt, you are high because yeah, you're high, everybody right. has we all have it unconscious or conscious shame and guilt that's buried. Well, let's just say it is all unconscious because mm-hmm. everything under the courage line lives in the unconscious. But and I'm aware of our shame and awareness. Uh huh is in conscious. So, you know, we understand this in neuroscience. I, I realize I'm thinking that people can see me, but they can't. But, you know, in the base, we know neuroscience and where projection begins is from our survival brain, you know, which is in the base of our spine. This is what we understand now about neuroscience is that when we're in survival, we come from our defenses mm-hmm. and our projection is comes from our defenses, which means we're not safe. And so we project. Neutrality is when we take that elevator up to what's called our neocortex, our frontal lobe where your forehead where our, where our forehead is and that's where consciousness lives so our lower base stem where survival is is where our unconscious is where our defensiveness is where our, our ego brain lives let's say and let's say that our, fro- our front lobe is where our consciousness lives and we want to connect that down with our heart and have heart 
Because your forehead's closer to your heart. And there's so an 18 inches between that drop of connection, building that bridge. And that's the bridge that we're wanting to meet the head with the heart, just like we want to do in relationship. That's why there's usually a person that's more a head person and usually another person that's more of a heart person. But we're here to bridge our gap to become a whole person. And we have to do that within ourselves. So we have to grow ourselves in the places where we're deficient or we're cut off or we don't haven't uh, stretched ourselves. And like for me, uh, you know, I'm perpetually because I was raised in a great chaos theory and being a great feeler and a great empath, but, uh, need, you know, organizing myself has always been a challenge. Then I need to, first of all, surround myself with people who can organize, even though they, fr- I'm, fr- I'm almost always unmanageable <laughs> to organize, just as you're probably finding and listening to me, because this is my process as I just communicate what, what comes through me. And also I'm developing though, my ability to organize and to think because that is stretching my own capacity for my wholeness, stretching my whole being, my intuitive self, my feeling self, my active self, and my thinking self. So the, in the three steps, I didn't get the third step mm-hmm. to having a better relationship. Mm-hmm. Number one, awareness that we're even projecting or blaming. Yes. Number two, ask yourself, What's underneath my projection or blame? Where Mm -hmm. am I that? And number three? Number three is being able to find the gift of it. Okay, so we say that's the good, but how? Okay, that's so you make peace with it. You actually can. You actually fall in love with it. You actually can fall in love with the person who's not asking you how's your podcast. (laughs) Well, actually, you fall in love with the way that they are, and Mm -hmm. then. And you bring understanding to the way that they are. And then by doing that, they naturally, you're in a dialogue with them where they naturally want to know because they are not shut down to you Mm. because you're in connection with them. So that what we're really opening is that we're building bridges in, back to connection. When we fall in love, all of our doors are wide open. We, Like you said with my friends, I give them the benefit of the doubt. I give them so much more latitude. you know. But then we close ourselves off in so many ways once we start judging, once we start getting hurt, and then we start shutting down. And where we shut down is where we then are disconnected. And then we just are in our survival suit adapting with each other and reacting. And so it's going to be very difficult to get what we need from the other when that door has been shut. And so how do we open that back up? We have to open it up first within. Where did we shut the door? And then by us, like we we discovered, we gave the perfect example that you gave by you embracing your body or whatever that is and, 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 and opening that door up, then, then when you're with that particular friend who goes to that place, you're an open door and then you go to a new place. You actually bring it to a new place because you're in a new place. Self-acceptance. And, and self-acceptance. So that I don't even recognize. You don't even right. receive it. Right. You don't even receive it as just like your, your, your friend who loved all and all of her, you love all of you. And so you're like, really? And so you come from that place and so you come from that self-acceptance. So you respond instead of reacting. And that allows you to connect at a whole other level uh, that's loving. And in that space, the other wants to meet you there. 
The other will engage with you. The other, once you start saying, well, you know what? You can't believe it. I had Rachel Levy and she's a, an Imago relationship therapist and she's a sacred space holder, the sacred space. And we just got into this, you pray love. And, and then, and then he's like, really? And what did, and, and, and you don't, you can't believe what other, I learned. But what if the other person doesn't want, doesn't, can't connect or can't give you what you need and you're doing everything right. You're not projecting, you're not blaming, you're excited. Or let's say you are in reaction, you own it and say, oh my gosh, I'm feeling uh, not good enough right now or I'm feeling whatever. Yes. And you do, you do everything right and still yes. you're not getting your needs met out of a relationship. You know, it's such a tricky question, Lynn. I have to say that uh, it's the question of when do you know a relationship is complete, I think, or... Uh, any relationship, any whether relationship it be sexual or, or friendship, sexual or friendship, or or when when you know this is about boundaries. I think you're asking, and when do I know? Do I step away from this relationship? Um, and uh, when do I just accept that somebody's not able to meet me and meet me where and meet the needs that I have in relationship? And meet me in that that sacred space of relationship for who I am becoming or who I am now. Mm-hmm. And so maybe maybe at that time that, that there's a need for trans, a, a transition of that relationship. That you know, I, love never dies. Relationships never die. They just change forms. And so maybe there's a space that needs to be taken. Maybe without judgment and not saying, "Oh, this person is terrible." Yes. Just you know, it's if you've really transforming, come, to it's where- transforming. Like I've come to a place where this just doesn't feel good to me, and I can't find a place to meet you in a way that that I can be in any longer. And you're in a place of neutrality with it, that you can work through the letting go from that space, then you know that you've done your work. You know, but when you're pointing the finger back out, I right. can't stand you and I got to get away from you and you're such a BI, mm-hmm. fill in the blank, you know, it's. You can say bitch. Bitch, yeah, <laughs> bastard. <laughs> you know, it's bitch, you know, whoever you're saying it to, mm-hmm. then you still haven't done your work. So. Right. You know, when I completed my marriage after 18 years... Oh, I love the way you said that. <laughs> when I completed my course, when I completed my marriage... Okay. When I completed... That's a nice way of looking at well, it. Well, because it was true. Mm-hmm. And I and I support people in that process. And, and you know, and this was in 2005 when I got to that place. And I was one of those believers that I had to... I was an Imago relationship therapist. I He had done the work with me. We had done all the work together. And we had healed the unhealable end. What we healed together, that's for another, another, another time. But I never thought that we would heal the unhealable. And I'd come to a place and we'd come to a place where it felt like it was complete. And, you know, where the lessons learned or whatever it was that needed to happen. And in a way, what it was is I felt that, um, he projected all of his light onto me. I was, he was my biggest fan. And I'm going to cry now. He was, he was my greatest supporter. He, he could frustrate me to no end. We fought like hell, but he, every morning that I woke up, he would tell me I was the most beautiful woman in the world. No matter what I put on, if I put it on for the sixth time, it was always like the first time I put Why that, that outfit on. Oh, uh, well, well, first of all, because he's gone now, I just, um, 
I'm sorry. I just had a memorial for his one year mm-hmm. anniversary. I found him dead one year ago. Uh, it was that's a whole other story. And um, and because then I ended up creating another relationship of the opposite kind with somebody who never compliments me, who didn't believe in looking. I went to the other extreme in relationship because that was my next lesson is to go from somebody that projected their light onto me to somebody who doesn't believe in projecting. And so I met my match. And because I'm where I am (laughs) in working with projection in this lifetime, because I'm a teacher of it and because I'm a space holder of it, then I had to meet my match who's going to challenge me. And that's what I'm saying to you. How long did that last? It, it, seven years to the day that he walked into my prayer dance mm-hmm. at the Sacred Space Miami when it was still the Space Miami before we brought the sacred to it. And he walked into prayer dance. And that day on my 21st day of my conscious, of my own cleanse, of my consciousness cleanse, and I was at the highest point of my life, literally the highest point of my life. I was 21 days, two weeks juicing, one week raw, 21 days, totally totally the cleanest and the highest vibe I was at. It was the 21st day. My best friend, Debbie Ford, had just released her book, The 21 Day Consciousness Cleanse. It just synchronistically happened at the same time. We were throwing a book party for her at Carla Daskal's home. We that night... So this guy walks in. This guy walks and in he's that morning into my prayer dance, and he embodies my father. But I don't know it because, of course, we go brain dead when we're meeting our Imago match. And so I I didn't realize it, but there was some connection that was happening. And that night he gave me what I call the chocolate kiss. And so, on the, do you want me to tell you that story or do we have time or no? So, so, but, well, no, um, we, I want to hear it, but um, just for time purposes. Yeah, that's why I'm asking so you. So he, so you were in a relationship for seven uh, years to the day from the day that he asked me a uh, month prior. So on August 1st, I went to where he goes for the summer um, and we had the most blissful weekend I'd ever had with him. And I never in the seven, almost seven years I was with him, put in a relationship on my Facebook page because he never wanted a relationship to be defined. Mm. But that weekend was so amazing. And he was so loving to me from the time he picked me up at the airport. He was actually touching me, which he is not a toucher. He doesn't believe in, in, um, it's not his love language. His love language is acts of service, you know, and all the other, you know, and, and he gives a bit, but, but touching, he doesn't believe in public displays of affection. Touching is where he's wounded, we'll say. Mm-hmm. So it's not his, mm-hmm. his language. But he's been doing all this work. He's working with Byron Katie. And Mm -hmm. so he's doing all this. He's doing the work and he's doing his work, but he's done all this conscious work. You guys are very connected. And so that's where we connected. We're both on the conscious path. But anyway, he was touching me. He was affirming me. He was loving me, like you said, in all those ways. I was like, what happened? Who do who? And but I figured he, you know, he had done all this transformational uh-huh. work. He was showing up. You're going to get your and needs I'm, met. No, Hot I damn. am getting my. Okay. Oh no, I am. It's happening. Okay, so that I won't come happen. back. I go on Facebook. Uh-huh. I'm not even thinking about it. I'm just. I don't know. I see that it, in my profile it says not not in a relationship. Oh, so I'm in a relationship. I really am in a relationship. And I just put it on. I don't even think that everybody's going to start liking it because I uh-huh. forget that I'm announcing it. Right. Like, oh my god. And you're so happy. because because I'm happy. And then, and then what happened? And then what happens is that one month later on Labor Day weekend, I go back there. To your little love shack. To, my, to our love nest, you know, which we always invite people to because we're both communal. 
And I'm there, and he and he picks me up at the airport, and he says, he's in the exact opposite place, but this is the place that he's used to living in, and I'm going to tell you the words, and this is where a lot of women are going to relate to, and either themselves or the men that they attract. He says to me, I just want you to know, I'm completely frozen. I I'm in a really I'm because he is used to waking up in anxiety. That's what, what happened. He, what he's used to, and I'm he. Trying to know. <laughs> And he, and he's, and so from that moment of where he's telling me, so he's not touching me, he can barely talk with me, Mm. he can barely look at me, we're together for days, we have people around, so we don't really aren't able to to get into it, he says we'll talk when they leave, so we can't really get into the talk, you know, the dialogue, and so... um, by the time they're gone, we start getting into the dialogue. He doesn't even know himself where it's leading, where the dialogue is leading. And so, but where the dialogue was leading is, I want you to move out. Because you said you were in a relationship on Facebook. No, no, no. That had nothing to do with it. He's not on Facebook. He doesn't even acknowledge social media. Why did he want you to move out? Because of the space that he had gotten into. Because that was what was meant to happen, Lynn. So so you went from getting your needs met to... Absolutely not getting your needs met. And two, I need you to move out. And guess what? That was September, Labor Day. So on October 17th, here's the thing I want to add, give you, that the synchronicity of life, the eat, pray, love moment, that on October 17th, he was, he's always out of town because he works, he travels most of the time for his work. He was in New York. On the day that I was physically moving my things out of our home, out of, his space now, but it it was ours because we got it together. Um, I, it was October 17th. It was the exact day, seven years to the day that he walked into prayer dance the day. So what does that tell you? It was seven years. So seven years is a cycle for prayer dance and sacred seven. Seven is a completion number. So it was a completion. So the relationship was complete. It wasn't like it failed. I don't think of relationship. I don't believe in failed relationships. So you got you got your lesson. Well, I'm getting them, Lynn. Uh, I'm glad I'm getting them now, because you know what it was. The relationship isn't over. It's changed forms, and I am in the process right now because I needed to come back to myself and my own sanctuary, my jewel box sanctuary, my own space for what I'm now creating. So yeah, I was going to ask you, so now what? what is on, I would just water it down and say, what's on your vision board for a man, a relationship? Like wh- what have you, now that you've had these, you just told us about two relationships, um, long-term yes. relationships, what, because my vision board has changed. Mm-hmm. I imagine yours has too. Mm-hmm. What you want and what you want to feel in a relationship. Mm-hmm. What did you learn? What did you want? I have no idea. <laughs> oh, great. I'm not there well, yet. You but don't I, know. But, we but, don't know. But Lynn, I'm not even there yet. Mm. I'm not there yet. Well, you know how you want to feel. That's what I always say to myself. How do I want to feel? I don't, I'm not there yet. Oh, wow. I okay. have to... You know, we don't... Chop, chop, just like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, chop, chop, next one, the next. <laughs> we need it's time. It's a process. Yeah. And that's the thing. If we don't give ourselves the time... Now, listen, life has in store for us, and people move into a relationship, or people have already moved into another relationship because they're serial monogamists, and they can't possibly... They've already lined up another relationship before they move out of their relationship because they can't be alone. And that first is the first step. Can you be with yourself, and can can you see? I'm in love with community, and I'm in love with the collective, and I have, I, and I'm in a creative process right now. 
which is bigger. And that's what I'm committed to. So it's what are we most committed to? That's a bigger question. And that is going to determine what kind of relationship you're going to attract. Well, I'll just give a, a quick example. Um, uh, so I was in a marriage for 18 years, a relationship for 20. Uh, we were together for 20. So you were married so, for 18 years too. Yes. See, 18 is high. And, and you know, I'm Jewish. So I just want to say 18 in Hebrew means, the chet in the yud means life. You'll see a lot of Jews wear high. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, so I always say that chai or l'chayim or 18 is a lifetime. Just like seven, like a snake ha- oh, yeah. has a sk- sheds a skin in seven. So that's why in synchronicity, in sacred timing, I believe in numbers. So that, so that, that maybe it's symbolic for me that it was complete. That complete. Was a, it was a lifetime of completion. A lifetime of well, completion. Well, it certainly felt like a lifetime. But um, no, no, but there were some great, great years. Um, <laughs> So, but so after eighteen years, yeah. <laughs> and two great kids. So last, and and I'm freshly divorced, like in a couple of weeks. Um, a couple of weeks. Couple of weeks. Yeah. So so last Friday, who cares? You guys are listening. I don't know what day you're listening. A couple of days ago, um, three women in one day said to me, "When are you going to start dating? When are you going to start dating? Oh my god, I got to get out there. When are you going to start dating? Going to go online?" And I was like, "What is going on? What is the universe telling me?" And I, Every, for, through every response, I would tell these women, I got to work on myself. I got to heal myself. And then the third one asked me, you know, are you going to go online dating? And I'm like, no, I think he's just going to show up yeah, after I, I do my work. And yeah, so man. that's... I'm with you. I was, I'm with you I was triggered a little because I was asking myself, is there something wrong with me? Should yeah. I be out there? Should I be out there? Then I was like, just... Relax. You've been in a relationship since you were 16. Hello. Never been alone in my life. Yes. And I'm, now I'm alone for eight months. I, okay, so I screwed up the AC. But I screwed the AC, but I'm learning, you know, I never cooked, but it's happening. Yeah. I'm raising two teenagers. So, yes. um, I just don't want to repeat the same me. Yeah. Um, and I want to give myself time. So I guess what I'm, I'm sharing Can this because, you're sharing this because we need to listen to ourselves. Right. And whatever you're saying right now, I'm reflecting it back to you. First of all, I'm going to break it down. You said the universe is speaking to me in my friend saying, well, you got to start dating. You got to start dating. But we're always talking about ourselves. Maybe they're talking about themselves. Okay. Right. And not about you. However, where you plugged into that is in that place where Somehow you, you may have that question, like maybe somehow you're, you have an insecurity and that insecurity attracts that. And so it's how do we hold that insecure self while we hear the, the higher self that's saying, that you're saying to me that I get to reflect back to you and say, your wisdom is telling you. That relationship is going to come to you. Right. You don't even have to go online because you're not there yet. Because you are right where you need to be. You've been in a relationship since you were 16 years old. And now you're learning. You're becoming Lynn on your own as the beautiful, amazing woman that you are now and giving yourself the time that you need to, to be, you know, 
the, you know, to, to raise your kids, to learn how to fix the air conditioner. I mean, learn how to awesome. fix myself. And, and to learn how to love yourself. So right. we're going to change that. You don't need fixing. That's men. true. Love myself. Can you wow. Please, this, is, this is a Lynn therapy. Can you please, you guys are along can you please, please, please. Well, cause you're giving yourself, you're willing to be. And that's the, that's the gift of you. That's what I said. The gift of being live and the gift of us is that this is the love lab experiment that we are putting ourselves out there and being transparent in our vulnerability. And the reason why I gave that example to everybody or share, share that story is because it's exactly what this podcast is about, yeah. how to have a better relationship. So my example was how to have a better relationship with myself. That's right. So the process of, <clears throat> excuse me, me getting a little triggered yeah. by these comments. I could have gone to my friends at work and said, Oh my God, can you believe so-and-so wants to be in a relationship? And that would be projecting and blaming. And I'd be, I would be so right. And, it, and I would be Linda, entitled. We have to animate you. We have to animate you. I want to animate you because you acted out so perfectly. So that just, you, I mean, cause right now we're on a podcast, but I mean, we also have this, maybe we'll post. We're on Facebook. But, yeah, we're on Facebook live. So that, that like, like you're saying, how can you help women get when they're when they're in projection? I want to bring it back to the question. Right. When they're in that body, you know, it's like a whole, oh no, you didn't, right. you know, kind of thing. You know, like right. when you get all that going on and you're in reaction, then you know you're in a trigger. Absolutely, and that's right? how I know. I, that I'm in reaction when I'm all like she and they, they and can and you believe and I need validation. Right. So I we caught do myself. Need, we do need validation. Right. We need to know what kind of validation we need. And so it does change the way we interact with our friends. It's going to change the way we interact with everybody. This, this course of your journey, because you're entering the next stage of your development, your next stage of your journey. You've done a lot of groundwork already. And so in this next stage, you're learning how to listen to your wisdom. You're learning. See, it's all about this new technology called new language. That's what I teach. Just new language. It's part of the new. And, and so not fixing myself, loving myself today oh, is yeah. something right. that you're going to take with you. That whenever you hear, I need to fix. Well, no, I'm not broke. I'm not broken. I may be wounded. Well, that's one of my issues. And we'll get off me in a second and wrap this up. <laughs> sorry, everybody. Sorry, yeah, but yeah. one of my issues yeah, is sorry, I'm like, I'm a, a, um, yeah. um, Recovering fixer. So, Me too. I'm a flaming codependent. Okay. I started a 12 step program for healthy love. <laughs> I did. No, I really did. online. It's on the, in the rooms.com. You can meet me on Thursday nights at night. In fact, maybe I'll bring you on. <laughs> so I'm a recovering fixer. So I know this about myself. I didn't know this about myself until like, uh, two years ago. So, uh, and I also want to quote fix myself, but you're right. I need to love myself. And so just to repeat, yeah. Um, the three steps to having a better relationship with yourself, with your partner, with your friends. Number one, awareness. We've talked about awareness before in this podcast. Be aware that you're yeah. projecting or blaming like, oh my God, can you believe she said that to me? Oh my gosh, you need to change. That's being aware that you're projecting or blaming or even thinking about projecting. Number two, ask yourself, what's coming up for me? Where am I that? Where am I the projection? Like, where's my wound? Uh, for me, in the last example I gave was, I, I was feeling insecure about my, and my, I second guess my decisions. Like, should I be dating? Should I not? So that was coming up for me. Number three, make peace with it. Fall in love 
with your wound. Get your wisdom. So what you did was you got the wisdom by listening and going, what is it? Get the wisdom. Because the wisdom is your higher self. If you seek the questions and you're willing to ask the questions, you'll get the answer. What's my truth? What is my truth? Not their truth. But what is my truth about this? Am I really ready to start dating? Am I really wanting to be online? No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not anywhere near there. You know, maybe someday I'll want to be online. Maybe I won't be. Maybe I'll still believe, because I do, that when the time is right in divine timing, we're going to meet. And I trust that, because I'm going to listen to my truth. And that, and that I want to just say also that... In, in, in identifying the fixer that, you know, every therapist, I believe that we're all classic fixers and that when we start to own that and that our job is to fix anybody and our job isn't to fix ourselves, it's to bring empathy and to cultivate a loving space to, to discover and to bring curiosity to, to understand ourselves. So maybe it's not fixing ourselves, maybe it's figuring ourselves out. Healing ourselves. And healing ourselves by bringing understanding. Mm-hmm. So... To review, what is your best advice for life and how to create the relationship of your dreams in a sentence? Love yourself. That's another podcast. We'll have to learn how to do that because I don't know how to do that fully either. Thank you so much, Rachel, for coming. Next time we're going to do how to love yourself. Yay! Good luck, everybody. If you want to get in touch with Rachel Levy, she is in Miami. Her phone number is 305-761-1775. We'll have her number, by the way, on uh, my website, or you can email her at lovecoachrachel at me.com, lovecoachrachel at me.com, or you can also reach her at rachel at thesacredspacemiami.com, rachel at thesacredspacemiami.com. A reminder to everybody, submit your questions on AdviceForLifeWithLynn.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free email. You'll be the first to get my weekly blog on how to live consciously and peacefully. You'll also get access to my free happiness guide when you sign up. Also, I'm looking for guests with different ways that they can help the Advice for Life with Lynn followers. So reach out. Maybe if you think you've got something to say and you want to be on the podcast. Lastly, please subscribe and rate my podcast on iTunes. I really care about what you think. So... Tell me how I'm doing. I want your thoughts. The links are in the show notes and also on the website. I want to help as many people as I can with this podcast. So your shares, your subscribes and reviews help us gain visibility in the iTunes store and they help us reach more people. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time. And remember, there is nothing we can't talk about.